Chemist Warehouse changed the game by wiping the $5 prescription fee to help the people. They are the people's killers. Yeah, they are. And now they're helping us keep the lights on at the morning shift. You know, the people's podcast. The morning shift is proudly brought to you by Chemist Warehouse. Let's get it, get it. Woo! Rolling with Chemist Warehouse. Let's push. Give me some. Let's go. Never fold. Ten toes down, baby. You know who it is. I'm trying to be like you, mother. Shush. It's too late to turn back now. <laughs> the Morning Shift. Powered by Uno Media. Good evening and everything in between us. And you're welcome Wednesday. We're here for our morning shifters from our misters to our sisters. We back for another show just in case you missed us. Do the dishes on Powered by You Know Media. We here, broken bodies and all, baby. Kill the final, stay blessed. So straight. We've got you covered like a round sun dress. Come My on. voice is coming back slowly. Here we go, I love it. You know what I'm saying? Stay blessed and shoes. We're going to be the number one show if you call down under your home. Welcome to New Media, the people's media. Say no more. Knock, knock. Take your shoes off at the door. Everything you want. Nothing you don't. Real people, real talk. And if we ain't number one in the charts, hopefully we're number one in your heart. Let's get it, get it. What up and you're welcome Wednesday. We are halfway through the working week already. Uh, What's on the show today? Man, breakups are never easy. Jordan, I, I, I promise, I hope and pray you never have to go through Oh, it ain't going to happen. Don't worry but, about uh, it. Some of the things that the shifters took on the way out, Hall of Fame status. So I'm looking forward hey, to talking I, about I, that. Sorry, just quickly, I want to back you up on that. I logged in last night. I was yeah, checking that, our page. Had a little look. Impressed. Wow. Impressed. Wow. I can't believe y'all the took some of those things. Uh, Jordan, are we talking food today? We are talking food, and uh, I think this is one of those ones that is going to really rustle some feathers that you otherwise wouldn't have thought. But don't let me control your emotions. Stay in control of your own emotions. I never do. It's just food oil. Uh, it's called the Men's it's Den, but it's open to everybody. And because it's a Wednesday, I'm Jordan. And I'm Brooke. And this is True News. For you! Mark, give us one quick story to look forward to, man. How much do you love your dog? Enough to buy artisan water for it? That's Ooh, right. I don't know what that is. We don't know. <laughs> but we always start the show with an absolute boy. And it's a Wednesday, so Jordan takes over. It is a Wednesday. You can click, click, click play as soon as you want, Brooke, because I've, I've gone to Chris Brown's new album, 1111. I don't know if it's getting enough love, but uh, he talks about healing energy in this song. And that's what I need right now, because my ribs are still very much hurting. <laughs> I broke them, if you didn't know. You sound a bit of it. Let's enjoy. I lost my way somewhere and now another galaxy. It's all right to slow it down a little bit. Too much to take these memories and in tragedy. And all of these places, all of these faces, I didn't want to let you die. This is my jam for the summer. And all these mistakes of mine, I can't replace it. Let's push. Chris Brown had a good album too, but they've been doing it for so long. Like, they're just gonna make good music. Yeah. I haven't even listened to the album. You can, uh, exactly. I don't know why though. Why haven't you listened to Chris Brown's new album? 
too busy. We're too old yeah, now. Eh? We're just not checking in like that. I used to rush and wait. I'd be I'd be reloading and refreshing, waiting for the album, which is not there anymore. I saved eight tracks off it. So to me, that's a good. That's a good. How many? Good how many tracks did I he have on like, it? Not one of those eighteen or twenty. Oh, he, he I'm fussy though. But eight tracks is a lot. I saved thirteen off Drake's. That's a lot. That's damn. They had the whole album. He had nah. He had twenty four tracks. Oh damn. Oh, and not, not, not that I'm like the, the you know the curator of music or anything. Don't make it healing energy though. I love that song. That's I think that's your boy up track for today. Matsuo, having a voice, yeah, man. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Very, very well. Uh, it's funny though. It does it does uh, creep up on you age in terms of uh, well with injuries. Both you both through suffering it injuries does, at the moment. Man, nursing a bad back this morning, man. Yeah, but also with music, you do tend to you'll find Just sometimes in your own old yeah, ways, eh? you'll hit songs that you remind you of times that were really really good where you weren't going through so much pain. Uh, with your ribs and your back and you're like mm, I'm happy in this place in this space it's natural yeah true I have a chicken talk to me uh, there's a funny little story going. Uh, funny little post going around at the moment people are interested in it I'm just interested on your guys thoughts if you were giving given an elephant what would you do with it I know it's so random but that's the question going out there I was given an if elephant if you given an elephant what would you do with it train it ride mm, it train it train it and that's ride it that's good from you uh, that's really good. Yeah, those are two good answers. Trainer and rider. Right. Okay. I, I feel. I, I feel there's a. You're doing something here. Nah, I'm not. I'm not. There's. Sorry, mums. There's no trick question. It's just people are just wondering what they do with it. Yeah, train it, ride it. I park it up in the city. Try give an elephant a ticket. <laughs> oh, they will. <laughs> Leave they my elephant alone. They will. Yeah, we see you totoing all upset about street parking. Hmm. Why? What you, would you do? What's everyone saying? Uh, I would start a GoFundMe page to try and get it back to its natural oh, inhabitants. Oh, stand it. Wow. I've got I, I, I no space. Train it. I, I want to do what Mark Train does, Train it. I'd see, see what I did? I set you up for that lot, Mark. I gave, you, I gave you a couple minutes. No, I like the idea because you've got lots of experience in training Train elephants. Don't you? It. Ride it. Okay. Yeah, and nice. so much Riding time. Too. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, okay. I, I, I'd change. I want to do what Mark did. Nah, I wouldn't. If I was given an elephant, who's to say that, that we couldn't find a... For, we could make home here. We should train it. We should just probably. No, no, yeah, no. Nah, I don't have a backyard. I don't have a backyard. <laughs> I give it to my, my uncle's got some big, big land. I yeah, go, so, yeah. go. You definitely have. Not in the city. I find a little space somewhere. Oh, Oh, one hundred. Go and visit on the weekends. You guys make um, elephant training sound so easy. Like, you know, I I'll just go train it. Ah, Aladdin was a breeze. There's that real sad, um, like parable or story about the um, the elephant who they kept on a chain since they were a baby, and then when when they became an adult. Um, they just have a string because they've trained themselves oh, so seen much. That. That's so that's sad. so sad, eh? and that's how they actually train them. And then you go to Thailand and you and you ride, ride those them, oh. those elephants. Not me. You ain't gonna catch me. I'm with Mark. I'm Bloody the Western, Westerners, eh? Just go now. Nah, I, I, hey, relax. I do know that there's some that you can go to where they're actually raised oh, well, properly, after, but not looked after. But some of y'all been on those ones that those are the ones you shouldn't be beaten in that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have been me. Oh. Couldn't have been me. Anyway, daily bread. Daily bread. Sponsored by Tip Top Super Soft, the bread that stays softer for longer. Yes, it does. Daily bread, breaking bread with the news of today. Yes, it is November 29th. That is 333 days deep into the year. 32 left to get her done. Get her done. Little history lesson. We had Aotearoa's youngest to ever do it on the show yesterday. Yes, we did. Well, back on this day in 1949, Aotearoa's first female Māori MP was elected. Wow. Yeah. That's 1949. Her name was 
Ira Aka Ratana, who was elected as New Zealand's first female Māori MP. She was elected for the Western Māori seat. Salute, love Wicked. that. Yeah. Uh, today is also Throw Out Your Leftovers Day. A chance to look through the fridge and fry ones. those up. Fry those up. Don't throw them away. What are I we think, looking at too? I think the ones we're referring to are the ones that have been there that have passed the part where you've got to where you're able to ah, fry them up. Ah. You know, we always got we always got those ones that have been left there yeah, for maybe yeah. three weeks. Smell, yeah, throwing a little bit of mold on that, it. That rotten lettuce. Yeah, today's that day to go through the the uh, leftovers anyway. So less, I'm doing that. It's also Square Dancing Day. How do you do that? Oh, dancing a square. Yes. That's a country right, dancing left, thing. Back, right, left, yes. It yeah. looks like fun though, man. And a very important one, International Day of Solidarity with the Palestinian people. Uh, this day has been running for a long, long time. And obviously what's happening, uh, happening over in Palestine at the moment, um, this is more and more poignant. What a great day. Uh, 11 more hostages released, which means two more days of, of uh, peace. peace for a bit. I know it's probably not the end answer. But we're seeing, you know, there's at least a little bit of peace at the moment. But International Day of Solidarity with the Palestinian people today. 100% free Palestine. Uh, My daily bread is actually changing gears quite sad. A a Korean true crime fan um, loved true crime so much. They do such good ones too. Yeah, but unfortunately she actually went and tried it herself. Oh, sorry. Which is, yeah, I I don't know how to read this title. But out of curiosity, yeah, she went and... She's now sentenced for life. That's that's what we needed to get to. <laughs> so yeah, she she was a fan, super fan. She just got way too into it, and then thought she could get away with it, give it a go. Tried it, and yeah, she's been tried and, and sentenced for life in prison in South Korea. Oh, you silly Billy, don't do that. Twenty-three year old. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, so impressionable. Very sad. Oh, that very is very sad. sad. Uh, my daily bread today. Um, I actually read that. No, I didn't read it. I watched it on TikTok. That's a lie. But it's a, uh, a pretty poignant question in terms of like what we're doing at the moment because it's almost December and it's almost December means it's almost Christmas and almost Christmas means that there's about to be a whole bunch of money that goes out of your back pocket and in, into something else. But one of the presents into the economy. Yeah, and that's the thing. One of the things in and this TikTok that I was watching was that uh, a, a big present is Prezi cards. But in today's day and age, would you actually rather just get money as opposed to a Prezi card and lose the idea of a thoughtful gift? I don't want a Prezi card, eh? Exactly. I'm not, I'm not being an egg. I can do more with, or it wasn't even just Prezi card, it was Prezi card or gift voucher. Can I say something controversial? Please do. I feel like people judge you when you get a Prezi card, like, oh, can I pay for it with this, like, and they're like... Oh, oh you mean at the counter going to you the other side? Money. You know those ones? Yeah. It's a ridiculous thing to think. Absolutely ridiculous. But often they're only like $25, you know, the ones I've got in anyway. And it's like, why don't you just give me that money anyway? $3 is going to come out from the fee to use the card. So I really only get like $21.50. And then here's me trying to buy like a feed yeah, with a Prezi card. Uh, thank you to our original sponsors too, Algas, for giving us that $400 Prezi card to give away. Hey, uh, just Algas really, can uh, give it. That's fine. $400. I'll take it is great. What, no, what I was going to say is that uh, mm. one of the... One of the, I guess, good things about businesses being able to give employees uh, Prezi cards is that they're non-tax deductible. It's a tax write-off? Yeah, so they, the, you don't have to pay tax on that. So let's say, for instance, you did a job for a company or it was like, and a koha was given to you. You don't actually have to declare that to the government. Cool so with that, though. There is some financial gain to having a Prezi card. Cool with the business doing it. Doing. Uh, yeah. yeah, maybe personal. Yeah, personal. Eh? Personal. Uh, give me the cash. Yeah. yeah, give me that cash. I'm happy for it. Man, time and age, man. I know the thoughtful idea of things was, was supposed to be something back in the day. They do buy you everything. Put me up with that cash, man. Like, not many places just don't a visa card, them, right? Yeah. They're just a credit card. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's your daily bread for today. That is your daily bread breaking bread with, with the news of today. today. Still looking for it? No, we're not. Thank you, Tip Top. This is the morning shift. 
them. Sorry, sorry, sorry. With my whole entire heart, I you know we I envy you almost. Why? The fact that you've never had to go through a breakup. Ah, uh, not a hard one. Ah, I know you your whole life. You ain't been through one. And I hope and pray I send my blessings to you that you never have to go through one. Mark, you can't. I, I, I receive those blessings because I won't. Yeah, my boy, my boy, two tap that. Mark, you've been through a. A breakup before? Yeah, a couple. Yeah, runners. Couple. Have you broken any hearts, Mark? I have. <laughs> you do give. <laughs> That's not funny. Sorry, I'm, I'm laughing at Mark. You do give heartbreak vibes. Not the, not the hearts. Breaking. I used to be really proud of the fact I'd never been broken up with. Oh. But now I think about it and think that's a trash thing to be proud of. Yeah. You were just. It was just an avoidance style of attachment. So you would break up with them before they could hurt you. I understand. Yeah. Oh, that's scary. Though. Gotta protect child. oneself. The trauma is there. Coming up, there's yeah. plenty of bullets you take, man. This yeah. is just one of the, you know, fucking <laughs> yeah. moves. You gotta bob and weave every now and then. Yeah, yeah. Hey, look, on this, what I'm gonna bring up here is we're not people, people. But in this moment in time, we are just going to embrace the pettiness that oh, we're no, given we to definitely the are. We definitely here, okay? are, bro. And then once it is done, then we will leave it there. So we're not encouraging. We're not celebrating as such but we're enjoying the pettiness. Well, you might moment. celebrate a couple of these. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you just may. So on the Shifters Facebook page, there was a post that was chucked up there. It said, name something petty to take after a breakup. <laughs> we chucked that on our Instagram as well. And wow, wow, we were. <laughs> Some of the responses that we had, there were so many that I thought, instead of reading them all out, I've just gone ahead and making a, a list. Okay, and Jordan, I know you've had a quick I'm going through some of them, so if they don't make the yeah, list, I'll my money some out. All right, guys. Coming in at number 10. This one came through a lot as well. And I don't know why it was always one side and not the other, but a lot of people took the left shoe. <laughs> so many people took the left shoe and the left shoe only. You know how niggly that is? You know why? Because the left side of our body is attached to the feminine. No, it's dead. <laughs> yes, it is. Are you sure? It is. So what is that? how does that equate to the left shoe? Uh, it's probably the ladies. Oh, the stop ladies. it. We're Bro, I, I promise you so many people took shoes. Uh, the left shoe as well. Uh, I took her hot water away. I disconnected the hot water cylinder. <laughs> That's intense. Pity. I like that. <laughs> I took his birth certificate, passport, driver's license. This MF doesn't exist no more. <laughs> his birth certificate, his passport, and his driver's license. Oh, what did he do? Does the does the crime match? You know, we don't know about any that's of the a, other ones. That, that's probably like two thousand dollars worth of. How hard ID? would it be to go out and get your passport and your driver's license and your birth certificate if you've lost all of it? We should say what we should say what it is, and then we assume what they did. No. <laughs> Mark, you'll feel this one a little bit. Hey, this one hurt for all my gamers out there. I took oh, all oh, the save data from their PlayStation games. Oh, the save data. In other words, you got to start every you game start from scratch. Everything. No, you didn't win no MVP. You didn't oh. win no championship. You ain't really on that level of Fortnite. Took all of the save data from their PlayStation games. Do you, okay, as let, let's be let's be real here. As a gamer, do you think they would make would that 
Yes, bro. Yes, bro. Okay. Do you know how much time, effort is put into it? It's, it's like you really are in the league. Not so much Fortnite, because Fortnite saves all its data to its to its own cloud. But you do like a 2K My Player. Yeah. And you oh. build them out, and then all of a sudden you go through your rookie year, and you get rookie of the year, and everything's going so well, and you're like, yeah. And you're, that's the thing that drives you back to jumping on the game again. Okay. You know okay. Got, we got it. Hey, we got it, guys. Man, we sound got like it. such losers when I said that out loud, Mark. Got it. Uh, coming in at number six, and a lot of people did this. A lot of people took people's keys, especially spare keys. But I like this one in particular. I took the spare keys and would often drive past the house and pop his boot open every now and then. <laughs> Just to be like, Just someone's like, messing with you. Ha <laughs> ha, <laughs> 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 they'll never know who this is. Uh, number five, a lot of people did this one. They took their contacts and glasses or hearing aids. Mm. Oh, hang on. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> That's so bad. Did they leave the right <laughs> eye though? Just took the left nah, eye contact. Sounds like they took everything away in the house. Where is my? I cannot mm. find. Uh, coming in at number four, took all the toilet seats from around the house. There's a man right there. You know how petty you got to be to take all of. Actually, the ladies can seats. take toilet seats too. Sorry, and my bad. That's so easily replaceable. Right, so go to Bunnings. Though. Petty, really? though, right? Yeah, it is. Go Bunnings buy ten. Different toilets. Well, I don't know how many toilets you got, but yeah, just get, get some new toilets. You know, okay. And to be fair, it's probably nicer that way. Nice and clean. Get a nice clean start. A way to find a positive in there. I was like, oh my God, the admin behind this. All right, top three. Uh, light bulbs, but in, t- in particular, the petty ones, a lot of people took light bulbs from refrigerators. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> how niggly it is to come back and go out and get those. Uh, number two, I took the pipes from under the kitchen and the bathroom sink. Oh, come on. The pipes. The pipes. You know how petty you have to be it's to go too much for me, eh? It's too much for me. There's got to be easier things to take that can have more impact. Okay, wait till you hear number one then. Okay. And more than one person did this one as well. I took a prosthetic limb. Nah. <laughs> they took... <laughs> you see my leg? Nah. <laughs> 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 But more than one person took a prosthetic limb as well. There was some, there were some interesting ones that that came through, like quite specific that I thought was a little bit. It's not past judgment. It's not safest places. But go ahead. Someone said they took like, like their the nan's photo, so like their cherished picture of their nan. They took they took it. Oh wow! Wow! Can't get that back. <laughs> <laughs> Can't replace that. There was one in there yeah, too. I hope, she ha- I hope that picture haunts you. Whoa, did you see the one about the ashes that they took? No, I didn't. Oh, it's the same thing. Someone took the ashes. They're going to haunt you for that too. This one says, Anon, please, but my ex passed away and his sister came to my house after the funeral and took his stereo system. That's all right, isn't it? So That's fine. It's a particular thing to come in there. and. But I mean, like... You need a doof-doof at the reception. What? No, that's all right. Because she's the family member. They've passed on. She she probably wanted something of his. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. That's six. You, yeah, that's you fine. play on. That's six. That's yeah, we're good. Play on. A lot of undies were getting taken. Oy, oh, a lot that, of. Undies. I just assume that you're a sniffer. Oh, wait. <laughs> a lot of Wi-Fi routers were getting taken. That, which I think that's is a good niggly. one. That's niggly. That's a niggly you one. Think so. about the amount of, uh, I guess, the work to get everything back on a new Wi-Fi. You have to recharge. Oh, that'll be terrible. Pillows oh. was one that came through a lot. Pillows. That's a nice yeah, one. Another one, I feel for this, bro, because 
we can't, we can't be taking L's like this mentally, but he reckons uh, I I took the bed sheets, I bought her so that she never has um, adult cuddles with anyone else on this. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares, man? It's a breakup. It's done. Yeah. It's coming from a man who's never been thought. Yeah. Yeah. Just said with and such And you strength. will never have to report back up. You Bro, I could I, I, I could tell you right now. Okay? No, you not couldn't. saying that I have. No, you couldn't. Okay? You but couldn't. I would I would not take linen. Without very caring. You wait till you get there, man. <laughs> no, so, I, I'm ma- with you, imagine, imagine walking out the house. Give me and the pillows! <laughs> and the pillows! I paid so much for that quilt. Can I just say... A, a, I want the oversheet! A massive shout-out to Sui, uh, Paiutu Sui, uh, who did the original post for us on our Shifters page. That's awesome. You've done our job for us. Shout-out to Appreciate them. you, my man. Yeah, we appreciate you guys always jumping on there. Also, uh, can I really quickly, just to wrap this up, if you would like to get in on the merch, speaking of that Facebook page, mm-hmm. that's where you need to go, all right? That's where we're going to do the drop over there. Hey, man, if you go through a breakup, it's breakup season. It's on the way. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but everyone likes to get in there before you have to pay for those Christmas presents. So wrap up, get locked and loaded, sign them up. This is The Morning Shift. Kia Shifters. It's the festive season here in Tamaki, uh, Tam- Makoto, in Aotearoa, New Zealand. Down under, Think, if you're listening... Think at- there any place in the country, eh? Oh, Jeffer boys. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I? Why New Zealand, I? a.k.a. Auckland. I know where I'm from. I know where it's home. Uh, we have, uh, in Christmas time down here, you guys probably wouldn't know this, but it's summer. So we're, we're entering into the festive season, eating a lot of food, like everywhere in the world, really. So I just thought this probably gets talked about every year, but we haven't spoken about it yet, so we might as well update. And it's about the way that you're eating. Okay. The way that we're eating? Because I'm very, I, I get very interested in, in, in how people eat because there's an art to it. You know, if you're gonna, if you go, if you go to somewhere and, and there's an you know amazing food, a great spread put on, you, you know, you're getting into like how you, you know, what are you getting first, you know, then how are you gonna eat that food on your plate? So I'm interested. If you could humor me, okay. Let's say, let's just go a humble roast, okay? Mm-hmm. We have a humble roast. There's two selections of meats. Let's say there's a nice, you know, uh, there's there's some some great. It's gotta be a lamb. Lamb. Let's say there's a good roast chicken there. Okay. You got potatoes. You mm-hmm. got pumpkin kumara too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. got uh, just say some greens. Just mm-hmm. say some carrots, cauliflower, cauliflower sauce. You got some gravy. You got a piece of bread. Guys, how how are you going to eat your meal? Mark, can you start this one? Oh, what am I going to eat? What's go- what's going into my mouth first? Yeah, what's going into your mouth first? Well, um, I mean, sure. sure. It's a weird way to put it, but yeah, absolutely. So, like, well, how how, how are you going to finish your plate? Where would you start? Okay. Um. I usually like to save my meat till last. I've always been like that as a kid because mm. I had to. We weren't allowed to leave the table until our food was completely gone, and I always found the meat soaked in gravy was the best part. So mm-hmm. it was almost definitely the save the best till last. What they definitely say, right? touch your meat last. Yeah, um, and then I enjoyed my potatoes like the second most. So I'd probably get rid of the vegetables first. That would be my. At any point, do you mix? Um, come on, it's not as a kid. It's who you are now? Are you mixing? Yeah, probably. I'll probably eat around, knowing full well that the meat's going to be the last thing I use. Or like, let's get specific here. Come on, love is in the details, Mark. Okay, so Come I'm going to probably Come on, start Come on, off looking over at the broccoli, and mm. I'll eat a piece of broccoli first. Okay, dipped yeah. in gravy. Probably a little cheese sauce on there too. Oh, yeah. See, I'm right here mm. with you now. I'm right here with you now, darling. Someone Dally. overcooked the cauliflower, but I'll give that a hoon as oh, well. Yeah, just get it no, rid of really it. Just get rid of it. Get rid of it. Get it straight in the mouth. Um... I'm gonna definitely gonna have a dabble on that spud right there, that roast potato. Who oh. did that? 
How do they get it mm-hmm. so crispy? It's so soft inside and That's fluffy on brilliant. the inside. Uh, you know what it'll do? It'll always be my uh, my um, my uh, my cousin who does them. They're uh, <laughs> you can cook. Um, and then I'm gonna yeah, that chicken's coming. That chicken's coming in there too. And then yeah, probably back to the vegetables. And then probably a rotation. Oh, you've policy. gone back. Okay, yeah. and then. What's the last bite? Oof, Talk that, us through the last bite. That you know Come what? On. I'm using the final couple of slices of roast lamb, which oh. is a little dry if I'm being honest. Oh. Um, I'm going to sweep up the gravy and the leftover little bits of broccoli flour that sort of dropped on my plate. Oh. You've still got some left. Yeah, no, no, the broccoli's all gone, but there's a couple of little, you know, the little, oh, little, devil, little yeah. hanger just, on. Just enough for you not to notice. Yeah, and then. I'll look at my plate and then I'll look over at everyone else's plate and go, yep, I did the best job at cleaning up my plate. Like, yep. this doesn't even need rinsing. This is ready to go straight in the, into the uh, dishwasher. That's great. There you hey, go. Hey, you nailed it. Brooke, how would you eat? Well, uh, the only child in me, and I don't think anyone's going to be surprised about this bad boy, is I actually only have the potatoes and the meat. Oh, I know, I know. And I too grew up thinking, hey, save the best to us. Hey, there's too many frowns in this room right now. You but should, Auntie am Chloe, I allowed to be honest? Auntie Chloe oh, cooked am I the supposed vegetables. To lie? Am I supposed to lie on this? I, I, you had a salad for breakfast this morning. Bro, do you know why I had So it? why would you not get greens with the rest of the roast meal? I, did I eat the whole thing? It was so, I was like, oh, this no, isn't me. No, but you ordered a salad. This isn't me. What have I done? And I, it's still sitting out in the kitchen. Okay. Don't catch me on a one-off too. I got you. you caught me on a one-off. I got you. But if you if you see me these days and I go and grab the roast, like when I go to the roast store in Beach Haven, all I get is, hey, can I grab potatoes? Can I grab some gravy? And can I get some lamb? Okay. Brooke, now how do you eat it? Now how do you eat it? Stop pretending you're something you're not. You brought a salad into work. Mark, it was a one-off. Okay, you don't bring <laughs> my, tra- my my trauma into this. Sorry, how do you eat it? I would eat it. Uh, I go. I go. I start with the lamb. It's, you- it's giving you wear white t-shirts with a yellow rim around the uh, around the around the neck. I do, I do wear a lot of white t-shirts. <laughs> I, I start with the meat these days. All right, I start there. Then I go back to the potatoes. What a... Because I, my, my thought process now as I've got a little bit older is you want to have the best thing when it's the hottest. So now everyone... Okay. See, everyone out here waiting. Okay. I'm going to save the best till last. But no, now I haven't really got the, the greatness of it because I've left it to the very end. So I start with it. Then I go to my potatoes, have a little bit of that. And then I finish it all together. I finish it with, with okay. uh, the bottom... Lamb there, and I chuck the potato on top in one big mouthful. That's how I do it. That's amazing. Okay, that's good. That's good, you guys. What about you? Um, I'm a mix of both, so I would. I always get rid of the veggies first. I'm like trying to get them gone. Like if I, I don't do have look it, at I them. get rid of them first. I don't look at them, so they're gone. And then I, I'll definitely go for the roast potatoes. But then I just start mixing until the very end when I have like the the uh, the the right amount of meat. Um, proportion with the right amount of potato. Which is a gift, right? And they'll go together yeah. with the leftover of the gravy on the plate. Oh, And then, oh. you yeah. know, finishing there. I feel like we nail it too. My, my whole roast career that I've lived, I, I feel like that last mouthful was always so perfect. Mayonnaise in there too, by the way. Ain't no one said nah, about no mayonnaise. It's mayonnaise. It's disgusting. It's, for salad. it's disgusting. Right. I'm sick of the frowns from you three. Anyway, there is actually a correct way to eat. I know. And I've actually, when I found this piece of audio, I was like, I'm not doing that. But if you would like to know, based on research, the correct way to eat, here you go. The correct order is vegetables first. I listen to her. Proteins and fats second, and starches and sugars last. And the main reason this is so effective is because vegetables contain fiber. And fiber, when it arrives first in your digestive system, 
It has time to do something amazing, to do sort of like transformers vibe. Fiber deploys itself onto the wall of your upper intestine, forming a protective gooey mesh that's Chill. been there for a few hours. That mesh then prevents your body from absorbing too much glucose too quickly from any of the food coming down. Oh, I'm not worried about too much How glucose. How can you make that roast? Guys, you gotta look education, like me knowledge is power. Health. Knowledge is power. It's Don't just dismiss what she's saying. So she reckons you eat your veggies first, then your meats, and then you finish off with your potatoes or, you know, your kumara and things like that. But I also do want to say, and this will save this whole thing, she doesn't actually seem like she gets excited by food. Exactly. She's one of those people like, oh, I have to eat. I forgot. Was she skinny? I'm exhausted. Oh, that's right. I haven't eaten since breakfast. I fully forgot. Yeah. And, and she to be fair, skinny. Jordan, like, you've given us something. It's a simple shuffle when we eat. Just you know, a shuffle? Just a little shuffle, little card shuffle of how we're going to eat our Christmas our Christmas lunch, dinner, however it is. We can do that. We can do that for our the health of our gut. Absolutely. I'm hungry now. Same. Do I get that salad bowl? <laughs> this is The Morning Shift. Good evening and everything in between. My name's Jordan. And I'm Brooke. And this is True News for You. Yes, and on the True News menu for today, the spread is three things the government has promised to do before Christmas. How much do you love your dog? And naked park goer arrested at Disneyland on the It's a Small World ride. Hey, you guys can choose what the a order. Headline. What a headline. <laughs> uh, let's start off with the three things the new government has promised to do by Christmas. As we all know, the new government has promised to hit the ground running, setting targets during the campaign and coalition negotiations to start some significant reforms before Christmas. Uh, with just 20 working days left before the summer holidays, Ooh. here's what's about to go down. Uh, number one, reserve against updates to the international health regulations. I've broken this down, basically World Health Organization rules around international health regulations, uh, and they were formed back in 2005. This is all looking after things like avian flu and SARS and uh, COVID, the latest one. What the new government has promised to do is that they're not keen on agreeing to the changes, so that's the first step they're going to do. Uh, the second one is repair, oh, sorry, repeal the Fair Pay Act. This is all about returning the power back to the bosses uh, around minimum standards. Things like pay rates, overtime, pay rise negotiations. The, the National Party said the new laws were harmful to productivity and businesses uh, and its coalition agreement with ACT. Uh, the government has said that they're going to repeal the Fair Pay Act before Christmas. And finally, repeal the Labour Government's Resource Management Act reforms. Uh, this covers a broad spectrum of our lives, but basically it's the legislation governing everything from subdividing your land to how much noise a factory can make and fresh water protection. The new government wants to make their own calls on this. They're calling it clunky and hard to navigate. So those are the three things they are going to get done before Christmas that uh, we should be aware of um, and just know what it is that they're doing. Any questions, gentlemen? That second one makes me just think, and forgive me if I'm wrong, because I know there's a lot smarter people out there in the world than me. It's just the rich getting richer. Yeah, it's de definitely about the bosses in the, in the business world, making oh. sure that they have the power to be able to say, uh, no, you're not getting a pay rise, or no, this is the minimum we pay. Yeah. Okay, that's, yeah, okay. Yep, so you'd be right. In are we, are we surprised? This is what people voted for? Nope. This is, you know, this is the national, this is the government that we knew we were getting if they got into power. And so, so I don't know. I, I, I don't have an opinion because I don't I don't know what's to go. But 
I'm also not like offended by what they're doing because I'm like, oh yeah, this is what they said they were going to do. I didn't vote for them, but I'm, I understand what I understand what's going on now. You know what I mean? It does feel very bleak. It feels very grey. But Mark, can you hopefully give us some sort of positive out of all of that, or it's hard to see it? Um, I think. Uh, the cost of living maybe will will move quicker. Like the, it won't be as expensive to live in this country if the businesses get back up on their feet and can start taking control of things. I think though okay, this positive. is dangerous for people who live right on the edge of of survival when it comes to how much money they make and how much money they spend on food. So the flip side to that is hopefully food and the cost of living will go down um, as national pushes through these changes and things become easier to deal with like the the resource management act that's just that's legislation around things like subdividing your family that will start the economy going and moving faster and hopefully things start to look better 100 percent. and like shifters this is something i need to get better understanding so that i can better speak to these types of topics from my personal view i've never cared about what the government's doing because i have a personal view that you know it doesn't it doesn't affect me as much as I need to go out there and do things for myself. That's my that's my personal view on things, but that's not the view that I necessarily should have for everyone, especially those that are most affected. So when you hear us talk There's about these headlines, it's not that um, sometimes I just don't know what to say. But I, I'm also aware of like we shouldn't always say these things like it's doom and gloom. We have to we have we can't just take these headlines. We can't just force ourselves in, into a position where we think that we're powerless. But I, but I also know that so much of what I say on here is just my personal opinion. So sorry if I don't always, or we don't always talk about things and, and, and we miss things. You probably hear us talk about and like, no, this is what's going on if you're well more hurst in this topic than us. But I do want to say that's not to say that my heart isn't there for us to really find answers on the show here and bring them to you guys. So I'll do better. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to read up on things that generally I just haven't cared about, but... We have to care now, eh? Totally, we do have to care. It's it's um, especially for the podcast. We do need to to have our thoughts and, and what we think about it. And to be fair, Brooke asked me, "Is it all doom and gloom? Is there any kind of uh, is there any kind of positives?" That was a small positive I could make out of a lot of things that I feel like affect our community and us a lot. Mm-hmm. So there is a lot of yeah. Without getting too dramatic, I, there is plenty of doom and gloom to look at uh, when it comes to these things. Anyway, moving forward, uh, how much do you love your dog? Enough to buy it fancy water? Question mark. Do you love your dog enough, Matomark? You're the one with Priest. <laughs> I love my dog. Yeah, he's a good dog. But he does not need Farrow Fresh, that's for sure. Because they have started... Oh, uh, that's the they flashy got a specific one? Yeah. No, no, no. It's the <laughs> that's the flashy supermarket in Auckland for those who want their food laced with gold. Uh, well, they're now selling uh, artisan dog water. It's called Paws Water. It's a 10-litre bag, so it comes in a big 10-litre box of water, uh, and it costs $16.99, which is, in some cases, double the price of what a 10-litre bottle of water would cost you at the supermarket. Guys, pull it, it up, pull it get up. It. Get it. Watch it all fall out. <laughs> if you love your dog, you'll go out and get it. Pull it up, pull it up. That's a Rihanna song, yeah. but I made it pour. Like, pour, I got okay, you. I yeah. like that. Yeah, pour, yeah. This water, though, uh, promises no added chlorine or fluoride. And a liquid that is rich in... I can't even say that word. We silica? can't even be mad at this, Mark. It's, it's Farrow Fresh. If you're going to Farrow Fresh, you're a, you're a type of individual. And kudos to you. Blessed, blessed are they. I feel like it's going to shop sell. at Farrow Fresh, a.k.a. Mark Pitt. I have I have brought a couple of things from Farrow. I would never do my full shop there. But you know when you're in a lazy mood and you're like, oh, I just need something that's going to quickly make the, rat, the ratty mints that I brought at the supermarket taste flash? 
that's what you do. I want you to get to that point in life. I had a mean run bucks with someone once. I remember we were like, it was, I was at something. We were having a few in like, who was it? I think it was even my mate. But like I was going at Ferry Fresh because it's like a, guys, it's like a flash rich person supermarket. And then like, who was it? They were just like, excuse me, don't like, who the heck are you to call me bougie? Making me look like that when I just want better quality food. And like, you know, it was like, you you go out and buy other things and not, and I was just like, you know what, well, you, you kind of got a point. I don't know if like, I don't know if you, the, the, you know, you need to do it right now, but like, I was just having a joke, but I was like, you know what, yeah, good on you if you invest in, in, the, in the finer things in life that you're going to actually put in your body. Guys, you know how much money. And not go to Macca's for a cheeseburger. You know how much money I've spent on my shorts of late. None. You know what I mean? I don't spend much money on clothing. In fact, zero dollars exactly. yeah, on exactly. my clothing. Same. But I do, <laughs> whatever, Jordan. <laughs> I do like to have, uh, you know, good food from time to time. Every now and then, man, I'll be honest with you, I miss Farrah They do great mm. cookies. They do mm. a really good cheese dip, too. Mm-hmm. They do. And finally, Naked Park got arrested at Disneyland and It's a Small World ride. Uh, I always find, like, any story where someone's been arrested or skullduggery has gone down at the world's happiest place, Disneyland, yeah, um, it always seems world. to happen on <laughs> It's a Small World ride, eh? It's always a weird kind of... I don't know. Anyway, late the uh, 26-year-old man has been arrested after he was accused of getting naked at Disneyland, and it's a small world ride in California, US of A. Um, Always America, man. Yeah, they th- think he was intoxicated, and basically he was arrested. Uh, the poor people who were on the ride had to sit there for an hour and 15 minutes while they they oh. dealt with the naked man running through all the little what are they little creatures in that in that ride. Uh, he was running around naked, and they couldn't catch him. So. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh because that was probably pretty jarring <laughs> for some kids who were. It was terrible. <laughs> who were uh, sitting Speaking on Speaking of Disney, though, Walt Disney, that's a rabbit hole. Mm. Careful on that one. We that is a real rabbit careful hole. Careful on that one. Mm. Anyways, let's What has London um, got to do with owning parts of what? what? Anyway, no, sorry. That's I've, us I've for said too week. much once again. <laughs> I'm Jordan. And I'm Brock. And that is True News. For you. This is the morning shift. But my life is good. The Men's Den, thanks to Spate's Summit Ultra. Ah, real good. You know, it always feels like when we get into the Men's Den, thank you to our mates at Spate's. Helping mates be better mates. Feels like we have, like, a car just goes into neutral. You know what I mean? And it just, it just coasts. I don't know if we're allowed to say this, but we had a good time with um, our mates from Spate's the other... Oh, great time. Their post, eh? Hey? Yeah. Great yeah. people, yeah. very good people. Glad very to be aligned with them. Love those guys. Each week, we have a moment to enter the men's den. A den that everyone is welcome in. Everybody. <laughs> Just even though the title is men's den, hey, everyone's welcome. Everyone. And we get to slow it down a bit and go a little deeper into a topic. Well, several I, topics. I didn't know you could play this live, Brooke. <sighs> what can't I do? We've got the leather couches. We're relaxing back. The legs are crossed. Hey, <sighs> you, want me, you want me to kick start of this you, week? You go first. Came across an interesting video that uh, I feel like potentially could get chastised for playing. But Ooh, that's a good word. I, oh, yes, Brooke. Where did you learn when that I, word? I usually I put some um, blistics on it when I get chapstick. <laughs> <laughs> or when I get chap lips. I read some books. I initially, when I watched this video, go, shut the hell up. And then I watched it again and go, okay, maybe I don't necessarily agree with him completely, but I can uh, slightly understand where he's coming from. Here's the video. I don't let my kids wear jerseys of sports players. 
because you'll never wear another man's last name on your back if it's not your last name. Because I want my kids to understand that our last name is the best last name in the world. And if they truly feel that, every waking day, they're going to give 100% effort in everything they do because their last name is attached to it. And it's got to mean something to them. Because your first name can mean anything, but that last name, that's something that's going to be passed down for generations to come. That's your legacy. Entertain me for a second. <laughs> Because I get the idea it of sounds like, pretty intense. Yeah. yeah, I get the idea of well, to that point, if someone delivers you some food, like he's making you dinner and putting that on your plate too. I, yeah. But I, I do from maybe a slight angle. Don't uh, I can see? Sorry, what he's trying to say. I don't know if he delivered the message in the right way. But as uh, winter, no, he did. That's his truth. We like, I love that. Winter is my only son, and I want him to uh, and. Fingers crossed, have more babies and whatever. But I want him to love his last name. I want him to give everything to his last name. I want him to think that is the be all, that is the end all. I want him to want to have a, a point in his career if he does play basketball, whatever it is, whatever he does. Go, oh yeah, that is my last name, and I'm out here ripping doing it as well as I possibly can. Can I ask you a question? 100%. How Always. do you? How do you? How do you? Because I know what you're getting at, and I I 100% agree, because it's really coming down to identity, right? Yeah. And and when people know who they are, where they're from, mm-hmm. where they come from, they have a better chance often in life. So, as a father, how do you implement that pride in in his name and where he comes from? Well, like, I, what are you doing? What what are you doing? Such, no. such a good question. Yeah, I think I have to learn way more. So this is why I think I resonated with it because I detached from my dad's side, right? And I think a big part of knowing who you are is where you came from. And I haven't spent much time going back up to the Wanganui River and spent much time with that side of my family. I think that's a big part of my identity and DNA. Mm. So even like one thing, uh, maybe I've even talked to you about this, but over the Christmas break, I'm going to take him back up the river. I'm going to okay. take him to find out where I'm from, where we're from. He will have no idea. He'll be like, Dad, I don't understand what the hell you do. He doesn't even It doesn't matter speaking. though. It's good. All he's saying right now is digga, 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 ka. But just the idea of, okay, we're going back up there. So I think the idea, The, I'm glad he's saying that. <laughs> the crisis that I have and the crossroad that I have is the identity crisis as well. And that's why I think I slightly can see where this guy is trying to come from. I just don't know if he necessarily delivered the message the right way. That is, you know, that, that is so beautiful how you want your son to go on that journey so you you know yourself, I've got to go on the journey too. Yeah, 100%. And I think hopefully because I'm going up there with um, family that I feel comfortable around now and I've you know grown to um, spend more time with that I feel more comfortable going up there and they can teach me more and there's a big part of it there but yeah I think that's why I resonate with it as well and you put it on the head it's the identity crisis part is that is so this is basically just my therapy thank you so much <laughs> no, no, can, can, can I push a little bit more always so like um, is it is it really just having son that like you because I know there's a bit of resistance to for, for good reason it's just it hasn't been a part of your journey you know what I mean That's fine. Like, is it is it really about winter, or is it also about you? I wouldn't have done it without him. Mm. So, maybe catch twenty two. It's, it's half in this, half in that one. But uh, yeah, I think I wouldn't do it without him. But I've always wanted to do it. But that would have been the push that I needed. Winter is the push that I needed. So maybe this whole thing, because I'm an only child, is completely about me. <laughs> maybe that's what this has actually got back to. But I would not have done it without him. Well, you's a good place to start, my boy. Oh, come on now. Come so, on, ain't nothing now. wrong with that. Come on now, Mark. Do you have any uh, added thoughts on that? Yeah, I think <laughs> it was a pretty intense, uh, I guess, pride in one's last name, not allowing your child to to wear the jumper of another. And I know, LeBron, James. That, I mean, everyone has different levels. And for me, I'm probably more similar to you, Brooke, in the sense that my last name isn't 
necessarily something that um, I fuck a puppet to uh, as strongly because I never got that that chance to as a young child. But I think sometimes a too stauncher connection to your last name is a dangerous thing. It actually prevents you from from growth because you're like, nah, this is who we are and this is what we do. Yeah, and there's, yeah, yeah. you know, it can be quite shut offish. And I got that feeling and impression from that guy. And that's just casting, you know, aspersions from where I sit after hearing him talk. But yeah, I I envy those who know where they're from and why, they, you know, and, and I, when I say where they're from and who they are, like that deep connection that goes all the way back. I envy that because I never had it and have it. But um, it's again something a part of my journey that I look forward to to taking uh, as as time goes on. I think you want it more when you don't have it in as many other places. Like Jordan and I look at you and I imagine, okay, you see your sister out there. She's running around in the black jersey. She's keeping your name up. Mm. Summer, her last, she goes by Summer V. Your brother's done amazing things as well. Like uh, you're you're out here doing it too. So I, I also think if I was looking at him, I was like, I don't know him, but I'd imagine he has a similar thing to me where maybe he doesn't have as many people out there running with his last name as well. So there's a, a slight piece of empathy that I potentially have towards him because I could see a similar, we could be swimming in a similar boat. All right, that's me this week. All right, um, I had a bit of a change of pace, actually. Uh, so bear with me as I try and get this out. Um, this was a story that I saw on, uh, which actually made me a little bit sad because the next generation's always so important, right? <laughs> what a change of pace. Hey, this is the kind of pace I'm looking yeah. for, baby. So this story was came out on NBC News and some Generation Zers who are somewhere in between their early to mid-20s right now, that's who Generation Zers I'm are. I'm just Googling the generations now because I always need to get updated. Yeah, Gen Zers who are entering the mid-twenties stage. Uh, it's Gen Z, is, isn't it? Yeah. You say it wrong. Well, Z Z is, as in like... Generation Z, Gen Z. Gen Z? Gen Z is, as in like the people the people in there. Okay. So Gen Z is the entire, and then Gen Z is other people. So they're a little bit upset. They reckon clubbing... Oh, what for now? Yeah, they reckon clubbing is dead. In recent weeks, a handful of TikTok creators have made viral videos saying that the nightclub... Nightlife in 2023 is not what they expected. Yep, that's your fault. A sentiment that has resonated with millions of viewers. Many older members of the of the cohort um, have said, "Yeah, it's it's definitely different." They all grew up watching Jersey Shore and thought clubbing was sort of that that style. It was was a vibe. And now, and now it's nothing like that. They reckon something to do with post pandemic, um, the increasing digital era where people just aren't going out as much. Um, it's left them underwhelmed in their nightlife experiences. So, boys, I guess a moment. A moment to think boys. about your peace. So, boys. <laughs> so boys. A moment guy. to relive your, <laughs> your nightlife times. What was the kind of things that you were seeing as you would go out on a Friday night or a Saturday night? What were the kind of things that the generation uh, Gen Z will never experience that you got to experience? What a uh, good question, because it's so true. It's done. Clubbing's done. But it used to be. Honestly, oh. it used to be the best. I can't tell you how much fun we used to have Friday, Saturday nights. Remember being in a, in a hot, humid, sweaty bar, and you're all you're, you're drenched to your undies. Bro, we Everyone have, is, but it's just like, yeah, I'm not leaving. And we had to, there was dress codes back in the day. We had to rock up in our mm-hmm. church shoes. You had to have a collar on. <laughs> and it was part of the whole experience. Uh, are you ain't getting in here looking like that? You know, exactly. Where could you get in? Part of, part of it was like getting rejected from, you know. Oh, have, damn it. Having a stab at the clubs, you know, you had no money or business being in. <laughs> 100%. I think it's not what we are seeing, it's what we're not seeing. We didn't used to see so many phones. 
Like you, you go to the clubs these days, so many yeah. people, you're still, it's loud in there, you're still on your phones, you're still trying to take photos. I think that's... You're so right. It's not what you are seeing, it's what we didn't see back in the day. You used to take your phone to the club and it was only something you thought about when a friend was meeting you or it was time to go home, go home. and you were telling people where you were going. Make sure everyone's okay. But you're right, like if, if everyone's on their phone looking at social media or looking at something because they're... they're Everyone's distracted now. They're trying to be busy because, to be honest, there's probably a lot of social anxiety. You probably don't want to be approached. You don't want to talk to anyone. Mm-hmm. So now you, you don't even want to go out to do what clubbing was great for. But it was so fun. Oi, do you remember things like, you remember when they brought out like the lights that, that made white glow? You go into certain clubs and all of a sudden anyone who wore like <laughs> white pants. That's you, my boy. <laughs> That's you. I think, you know, another one, that another factor that plays into it is it's just too much money now. It does cost like, a lot, Like, remember man. when you used to, like, actually... We used to all car ride into town, and ex- petrol was expensive for us back then. Yeah, one then, sober driver, yeah. We definitely didn't have enough money to buy drinks. We might have a little bit more, more money to buy drinks, but we don't. Like, even now. Yeah. We like, were, yeah. Our, money is a big one, too. So, <laughs> it's <guys> done. Are, <laughs> I love, though, that you're, we were all in agreements that the, the club life is over with, man. right? Like, it's... Yeah. And yeah. Then, you guys, it was the best. They have a right gripe. To be taking on this. Oh, Why am I low key happy inside though that like we experienced it and it's gone? Like, uh, like it's the only part to be proud of being older. It's like, nah, that's us. That was our era. We literally used to say on until the lights came on. That sounds like the stupidest thing, but it was actually a flip. Now I think about it because it was so much fun. We wanted to be there. And then those lights came on. And we were like, oh, yeah. Oh, we, 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 Honestly. Is- honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not the same, man. It's definitely not the same. Well, there you go. One more time. Ah, one more time for the old folks. I like you. This is the morning shift. Let me talk. This is what you missed, guys. This is what you missed. It was a boom. Hey, uh, before we go, uh, can we? We had a shout out come through on our DMs, and I got Matomak to record it. And so, can we please play it out just before we go, Matomak? Yep. Here we go. Hey Fano, this is Danny from Aussie. Just wanted to give a huge birthday shout out to my bestie M. We started off as work besties, now we're besties in real life. She has had one of the toughest years this year losing her mum and despite that has helped me through so much this year. Mm. She loves you guys. You um, actually started the potty right around the time that she lost her mum and it has honestly been a way that we have had some big belly laughs, had some big tears as well, and just a massive shout-out to her. Just wondering if you guys could send love to her, especially you, Jordan. She has a little crush. <laughs> and I love you, Em, and I hope you have an awesome day. Hey, oh, that's dope. happy birthday to Em. Happy birthday. Huge shout-out to you, sis. Thank you for being a shifter. Appreciate you. There's a, there's a lovely message. Give me an E. E, you got your E, you got your E. Give, give me an M. M, you got your M. Come on, Mark. I got your M, give me an E. E, you got your E, you got your E. Give me an M. M, you got your M, you got your... That's M. M, M. That's M. Oh, I Sorry, M, that was a real bad shout-out, but hey, the heart's there. Check on your people. Love you guys. This is The Shift. The Shift. Go home, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go home. The Morning Shift. I'm going to make him an offer again with you. The Shift. I love you. Oh, oh. This is The Shift. Got it. Okay. I'm going to make you a burger. Ooh.
Dunedin to Whangarei. Stocking the biggest range of over-the-counter essentials from vitamins to fragrances, cosmetics to sports nutrition. As he. Chemist Warehouse has got you covered like a sundress. The Morning Shift, proudly sponsored by Chemist Warehouse. We got you. <laughs>